0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more
2: details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shouldn't you be at work?
1: And love. Oh, and love, he's got a real
3: touch now. Peter and love. John Walk will take the penalty.
4: Up goes Dion Dublin!
2: Unknown goal from Ruddock. all oh, my break here for Kiwabia.
4: Panister
3: and Bruce in the queue again.
2: Bruce
1: Score! Goal leg! Hit leg! Hit and leg down. over the top! Get Now!
0: Now, you know him better than anybody, Bobby. Do you
2: back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, oh. And it hasn't! No.
4: Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin, Will He Score? I'm Chris Cole. Joining me, as always, is Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And more 90s than a hosepipe ban, it's Michael Marden. <laughs> Hello. Don't get many of those anymore. No, you don't, do don't you? Now, this is sadly the last episode of the series, but fear ye not, we'll be back in the summer with some World Cup specials and Series 4 later in the year. Now, as is tradition for the final episode, we have the Quickly Kevin 90s football quiz. But we also thought, as we get so much great correspondence throughout the series, we'd use this as an opportunity to go through some of our favourites we simply haven't had time for so far. And joining us in the studio today is friend of the show, Matt Ford. Hello. Pleasure to be here. So excited. I know. Welcome back. I love it. How many appearances is this now?
3: Four, if you include the live show. There you go, four, that's correct yeah, that record. Wow. Is this your
4: fourth as well? Well, we'll
3: see who I'm talking yeah. to. Won't we? <laughs> Diego
1: Maradona. <laughs>
3: I think if we had Diego Maradona as a guest, the whole thing would just be awkward. I wouldn't be
4: confident in my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I don't think we'd warm him up with a couple of beers either. <laughs> Have you got a mirror? Have you got a mirror? All right, Diego. <laughs> Chill out, mate. <laughs> Um, (laughs) So Matt is on Josh's team. And on my team today for the quiz, friend of the show, welcome back, Tom Crane. Hi. Pleasure to be here. Fourth time? It is my fourth time. My second quiz. Oh. I lost last time. Yeah. 100% defeat record. Yep. Should I have some correspondence? Yes, please.
3: I'm Jim Rosenthal, and this is the electronic post bag.
1: You've got mail.
3: So we have a feature, guys, called... um, do I remember this right? Where people ask us things, whether they were correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this is from Samuel Foxton. Good morning to the QKWHS chaps. I have a vague memory of watching MOTD. This guy loves initials. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the early 90s. Liverpool was strongly rumoured at the time to be signing Tim Flowers from Southampton. Liverpool were playing at home, and Bruce Gobbler took the pitch holding a bunch of flowers, <laughs> which he proceeded to place in the goalmouth. mouth. He supposedly quipped to a reporter that they were the only flowers in the Liverpool goal. Did I dream it? Now, I would say, yeah, you'll enjoy this, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Much worse A uh, following season when they were rumoured to be signing David Seaman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very good,
4: We've <laughs> been going on about that joke for a couple of hours and it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> now, jo- Josh, you've met Bruce Grobbler recently. I have. He was quite scary.
3: There was an edge to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the extent of my yeah. conversation with Bruce Grobbler, as I went up to him, I said, oh, Bruce used to play for my team, Plymouth Argyle, thinking, here we go. He's going to talk about the Green Army. He'll tell me what Mick Heathcote really was like. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, um, yeah. And at that point, I was panicking. Yeah. I was saying, This isn't going how I'd hoped. And I said, Oh, you were great, which wasn't true. And he said, Yeah, I know I was. And that was <laughs> the, the end of the conversation. Off. I just walked off. He also wasn't great because. He wasn't training because he was in court during the week. Really? Was he? I remember I met him as a child, Bruce Grubbler, at a Forest match when we used to wait. I'm not sure if I told this the first time I was on, but I saw him slap a kid. <laughs> Some kid next to me threw Monopoly money at him and he just it. This, this was after the warm-up on the pitch and they're coming back down the tunnel, yeah. so it's still a good hour before, yeah. maybe half hour before kickoff, <laughs> And this kid just threw Monopoly money at him and like, open hand. What? Clouted what? him, right round the edge. Was he wearing goalie gloves? He was wearing goalie gloves, yeah. Kid's God. stuck in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Sondercoach, still on his cheeks. <laughs> <slides. Yeah. laughs> Shall we have some more, do I remember this right? Yeah. Do I remember this right? Do I remember, do I
0: remember this right? Do I remember this right? Do I remember, do I remember this, right? this right? right I
1: remember right?
4: Okay, maybe you boys can shed some light on this. Yeah. Had an email from Darmesh. Hello, Chris, Josh, and Michael. Love the podcast, obviously. I have a couple of suggestions slash questions for do I remember this right? Growing up, my friends and I were certain that diminutive Chelsea legend Gianfranco Zola had a part in the music video to Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of that the can't Heart. can't be true. Could this be true? No. I- and more recently, I have a foggy memory of former Nottingham Forest and Liverpool striker Stan Collymore appearing in a film sex scene with Sharon Stone. Any clarity on these issues would be warmly received. What was
3: oh, I'm making notes like I'm on a question well. of <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so Collymore was in, in the sequel to, I think, Basic no, Instinct 2. In basic Instinct 2. That's right. Yes. Like, where he's in a car. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> he
1: could have put but that on the real any stretch. point. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
3: My, my theory on, I don't know why I'm taking this so seriously, my theory on the Bonnie Tyler thing is that Nikki French did a cover version of Totally Eclipse of the Heart oh. and I think 1994, 95, because yeah. it was on Now 30. So perhaps Zola was in the video to that, uh. and in the mists of time, it was uh, Nicky so French. Nicky French was a singer.
2: Zola oh, released mm, the, the single, I totally just chipped Joe Hart. To remember that.
4: <laughs> that was, <yeah. laughs> that funny sing the Terraces <laughs> So the Clemente's got a cameo yeah, in basically. He, he definitely 10. is. In fact, I watched it purely for that.
3: Well, what? You know, Brian Roy is in Sliver
4: too. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Stone's in Species Part. <laughs> Should we have one more? Yeah, we've got a few more actually. Yeah, keep going. This one's from Craig Gilmore in Glasgow. Watching Scottish football in the '90s involved a number of specialist players, often only having one thing they could do. We talked about this last week. A couple of weeks We're ago, about Mark Hughes was very good at volleying
3: oh that's right yeah I, had a, yeah I had a card that told me how to volley like Mark Hughes
1: <laughs>
3: I did like a it was like a um, cut out from shoot or match where you'd like cut out these skill
2: cards oh yeah I remember them and well, one you sp- was how you to volley like Mark Hughes take it out mid match as a cross was coming over <laughs> yeah yeah hold if you re-watch that volley from Paul Scholes from outside the, the area from the corner <laughs> he quickly <laughs> he's got it on a lanyard <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly letitia so- has got really complicated ones as well like, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, f- fitting this mold of having a specialism, Ian Poynton, now let's go with him. hearts. Oh, he yeah. appears to have no talent for football except extraordinary long throws. Oh yeah. My question is: whilst at Oldham, was he actually banned at Oldham from putting on a pair of goalie gloves <laughs> to enhance this talent of throwing? <laughs> did do I remember this right? Oh
3: wow! <laughs> I don't. Beautiful. I don't know that. You can, I, mean, are you, I don't think no... that would
4: be allowed
3: because what are, you can—it was definitely the up the shirt stuff, which you see a lot yeah. less yeah. now. Yeah. In the era of figure-hugging shirts, oh yeah, you don't you see the shirt got, on the towel. Is... You don't see a towel being used. To oh, started. you get it at West
4: Ham now. Even now, you Dude. get towels around the pitch. That's because yeah, the ball's up.
3: gone so far. From the <laughs>
1: <place.
4: That's laughs> the what, ice on it. Yeah,
3: that's left over from that to waterboard the fans <laughs> to calm them down.
2: <laughs> what? Were there players that used to do the flip throw where you put the ball down? Or was ah, that yes, a no. thing? I don't it, think, think you do do that.
4: I've seen it on YouTube, that. but I've never seen it at a top, like, level match. Yeah. Yeah. Rory was sure, DeLapp the it's classic it's long thing. throw. No, Dave Challoner.
3: Andy Chaliner. Leg. That
4: was it, Challoner yeah.
3: yeah. Dave Challoner played for Tranmere yes, and
2: he had did. the
3: longest throw. Andy great when they were in the
2: FA Cup on TV or whatever. Basically, all they had was Dave Challoner's throw. It's worth it. You know when they'd say it's as good as a corner? Those ones where they could... It, it, the loop, it just
3: keep it Ga- I remember Gary Neville, no disrespect, wonderful player, but he had a very looping long throw that wasn't <laughs> worth it, yeah. Yeah. but it was the ones that went kind of, they seemed to just go horizontal across the pitch, yeah. like uh, yeah. head
2: height. I just think that a player's worth it for that, David Dave, Dave throw was really dangerous. When you'd watch them in the cup and stuff, it was always like a, clearly, even for big signs, of a panic moment when
4: they get get it anywhere from, you know, halfway yeah. up. The throwing must be the most niche special skill you could have on a pitch, right? No, there can't be anything more. Well, Could you remember
3: this? Did this happen when we were kids in the nineties? Occasionally, outfield players would take the goal kicks. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, Why yeah. was that happening? Because was that because the keeper Cause go- was bad at it, or yeah. was that? Cause, yeah. I think
4: so. Yeah, would have been. Yeah.
0: I think in the eighties, keepers were much worse with their feet. It's that yeah. pass back rule that's thing that's where right? they didn't have yeah. to be good with their feats so oh, when we played youth football the biggest kicker would take our goal kicks <laughs> yeah. because, because our goalkeeper just could barely get it past the halfway line so we were constantly under pressure conceded five goals direct from our goal kicks
3: <laughs> the opposition's tactic yeah. Click, yeah. kick it long
1: yeah. let them get
3: a goal <laughs> kick <laughs> it's as good as, I think good as a up. <laughs> uh, by the way on the hearts thing I got a um 1991 poster of Plymouth from Match Magazine off eBay right my girlfriend was getting some stuff framed so I sent her to I said can you get this framed and um she got it the other side (laughs) no I got a poster of Art of Midlothian framed
4: (laughs) (laughs) right um one final do I remember this right from Andy Piper I hope this is true he says big fan of the show whether this This happened or not has been bugging me for years. I don't think I By the this. way, can we just say on these if you have any information on any of these do, do you remember this right uh, email us Yeah, and we'll pick it up in series 4. So, once on an episode of the hit TV show You Bet I loved you got, got be brought back got be brought back. 90s Wimbledon goalkeeper Hans Sagers was challenged to save penalties in a competitive penalty shootout between a professional footballer and a JCB. <laughs> Right. What? The JCB took the penalty or saved, tried to save it. Took it. Took it. Both the player and the JCB had five penalties. Yeah. Whoever scored the most won. Oh, Much- this is the verse in that Loppi song, isn't it?
3: Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bruce <laughs> Lee took a penalty. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Much like a standard penalty shooter that doesn't involve giant digging machinery. The JCB would use its mechanical arm controlled by the driver to take the penalty. Great idea. That's great. I'm sh- pretty sure the player won though with details of Han's questionable morals Sometime from <laughs> servicing I'm not sure if the result was overturned at a later date. Would you be able to shed some light on this unhazy hazy on the details? I have no memory of that. So the JCB would like poke it? Is that what you're saying? No, I wonder just... whether they'd
2: like pick it up in their bucket and flick it. It
3: can't
4: be.
2: It's not up what what you mean. Ryan. I don't think that's a thing. A JCB can't th- it doesn't have to be a tennis to, player. The, the, it can just. Poke I know what you mean. The what it the can claw. Claw, no, no, no. It's because it could. Part. So
3: it flies the arm through.
2: Yeah. right? Like Gets the ball absolute, Swings the arms, through awesome. And, and then, then The movement And are the just, just keeps most like a, like a golden <laughs> eagle Coming down to land yeah. That's not, It would have to be I think at best You get a little poke From JCB And it will roll forward I, mean, I can't imagine It's really scooping I mean, And getting paid
3: well, JCB sounds like The sort of nickname Ruddock would have had yeah. and it's like, The whole thing's
2: Been a massive error <laughs> it's it's Half time in a, in, you know In the premiership It's got great entertainment it's sort yeah, it you The sort of thing You need Imagine the groundsman
4: um, yeah. any more correspondence um, so a couple of weeks ago we were talking with Ellis James about Cyril the Swan who was I, uh, a mascot oh, yeah. who controversially got into a lot of fights with that can mascot. I just
3: say Ellis texted me to say he regretted not saying um, that Cyril the Swan went to his FA hearing in full outfit <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: no way and wouldn't speak what?
3: <laughs> What so was, it a was the costume for? that was on trial. He,
2: uh, what was the hearing for? Well,
3: he'd meet he uploads
2: of other mascots. mascot. He was
3: All
2: constant. He was Invading the pitch,
3: like, he... Oh,
4: What's
2: yeah, he doing? Yeah, yeah. a... The only person in the uh, the gallery sporting him was the queen. Actually. Just like, <laughs> 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 cut your
4: back, Nobody touch be touching. So we had this email from Daniel from Bristol. He says, um, in reference to LS James recent musings on Cyril the Swan, I believe Josh mentioned <laughs> The Three Little Pigs at Bristol City and how it would have been apt if they fought Wolfie the Wolf from Wolverhampton. Fear ye not, my fellow listeners, the truth is stranger than parody, it did actually occur. And he sent us a video of uh, Wolfie the Wolf beating up the Three Little Pigs from uh, (laughs) Bristol City. So it actually did happen. But I don't remember
3: why Bristol City were the Three Little Pigs.
0: Well, it was apparently... uh, So Bristol City's mascot is actually a cat. But like some City local, cap. some local glazing firm had brought down these pigs to do a penalty competition because they knew the wolves mascot was going to be there, and then obviously things just escalated
4: <laughs> from there. So I'm told. Sorry, Danny from Bristol says I'm told from a wolves supporter that this was one in a long list of transgressions from the wolves mascot, who sprayed cream over Baggy Bird at a game in the late nineties, and also removed his head on the pitch at his final match after he was sacked. Um, By the
3: way, if he's up against Baggy Bird, that's a tough fixture anyway. You don't need them inflaming it.
4: Add another email from James. He says this. Wolfie, the Wolves mascot, fighting the three little pigs at Bristol City in the end of James' episode, reminded me of a time waiting to go through the turnstiles with my dad 20 years or so ago at the Molyneux at a midweek game. As we were waiting to go into the stadium... My dad handed me a few pounds in change. He said, pop it into the bucket of one of those charity collectors near the entrance. As I popped the money in, my dad asked what the cause was. The reply was, Wolfie's bail. (laughs) (laughs) He'd been involved in a number of on-the-field and off-the-field incidents and needed to raise some funds so he could attend the Saturday match. I thought it was proper funny But only upon entering the ground And there not being a mascot I realised it wasn't a joke (laughs) I guess there were no CRB checks in those days Much love James
3: Wow That is fantastic That's amazing Do I remember this right?
0: Do I remember this right? Do I remember this right? Do I remember remember this right? right? Do I remember
3: this right? Right Right
4: couple of weeks ago we had an email in someone said they went to a Gillingham home game and they remember there being a whip round before the game to, to purchase a striker uh, and that striker turned out to be Leo Fortune West for Gillingham and we did the maths and I think what was it we worked out that if everyone paid a tenner, a tenner
0: it would be like 30 grand and we just went that's not enough to buy a striker at that level Well, however
4: so it would appear that around the time this story allegedly happened Leo Fortune West signed for Gillingham from Stevenage for £5,000 Leo quite reasonable West (laughs) I think so £5,000
2: Wow, so, Wait, surely is so, geez, that's so brilliant. old-fashioned.
4: We'll have to thank Marco Johns at 13 Johns on oh, well, Twitter like for pointing it. out that that was legit. 14 George West was a, always a good championship manager. Yeah, he was. Uh, just Great back time. in the day, yeah. he, was like,
2: he was really, really good. Five grand, five grand. It's amazing.
4: Uh, we've got one little Phil Thompson directory to round things off. Okay. For the local <laughs> answer, ask Phil Thompson. It's from Cody Entwistle. This might be too niche to warrant yeah, bringing that's... back the much derided Phil Thompson directory. By across this lovely little sideline earner that goalkeeper Hans Sagers had going on during his playing days at Wimbledon. It seems, on top of his crazy gang antics, he also ran a novelty tie business. <laughs> now, attaches is the picture to prove it, and a quote from the and so You've got to launder the
3: money somehow. <laughs>
4: It's that like Tony Soprano's all shot shop Like <laughs> <laughs> three ties in a, in a massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. tie shop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has got a quote from the handman himself on how he helps with designs, as well as how he designed the ties for Canton Art gigs, and they're selling for hot cakes at 9 99 each. I've tried to see if Hans is still involved in the tie game, and amazingly, Ties International <laughs> still has an active website. But worryingly, every time I've tried to access it, my antivirus has flagged up a warning that it might not be safe. <laughs> Make of that what you will.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I think it was the
3: ties that ran the betting syndicate he was involved <laughs>
4: <laughs> in. Mean, yeah. Do you want to yeah, read out Hans's quote? Yes, yeah, we read it. Okay. So this is a quote from Hans Segers. I've been in the Thai business for six months now. The company is called Ties International and it's I just say well, Ties International is the yeah, what is the, that the laziest, laziest yeah, name is. for a Thai company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hans continues, the main Thai man is in Holland. But I help with the designs and ideas for new ties. I've just done one. <laughs> for Wimbledon and a special Crazy Gang one too. We already do club ties for Spurs, Man United, Blackburn, Arsenal and Barcelona. The ties for Giggs and Canton are going like hotcakes. They only cost 9.99. Question. Tell me how you feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think
3: Hans has cleared those with the clubs or no. within the first year, all of the clubs said you can't do (laughs) that mate you're simply not allowed to do a basketball I like to
2: imagine he sort of like dropped it into conversation with the geeks when he's like defending a corner
1: Can I ask Wait, you a question? Qu- <laughs>
2: um, what are your right three ties? You, uh, actually more specifically, uh, international ties. <laughs>
3: Remarkable. <laughs> look at so pleased.
2: Ties that's quite a nice tie that though, isn't it?
3: Alright mate, you said to Keeks of you, what are your views on international ties? He said, well I play for England School Boys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right,
0: <that's> <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this antivirus thing like it's flagging up if you go on the site I wonder yeah. whether Hans Sager's actually created the first portal to the dark world
1: <laughs> <laughs> sort of
3: importing high grade Dutch porn in, in crates of ties <laughs> The problem is there's only a limited market for football-based ties, isn't it? Because most football fans don't wear ties. Yeah. People wouldn't go to work in like a closet. Well, it's it a tie? crazy no. game? A crazy game.
2: They're all, you know, living their life. Well, well they're, they're going going burning, <laughs> burning yeah. ties. They famously
3: burnt suits and ties. <laughs> That's where he made all his
0: money, just constantly <laughs> supplying the team players.
3: <laughs> Bring in hundred more your ties, hands. He's <laughs> are going to was- buy them these times, boys? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Lovely.
3: For the local <laughs> answer... <laughs>
4: Ask Phil
3: Thompson. Thank you to everyone for all the great correspondence we've had this series. Uh, We will be back, so do keep corresponding. Um, If you want to know how to do it, here's Jim Rosenthal.
2: Get in touch with the show. Email hello at
3: quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at quicklykevin. And sign up to the mailing list at quicklykevin.com. Right, it's time for the quiz.
0: Yes, it's time for the mildly anticipated, factually inconsistent end of series. Quickly, Kevin, 90s football quiz. Last series, current title holders, Team Josh, defeated Team Chris. So there's a lot of pressure on Chris and Tom to draw things level. As well as professional pride up for grabs, we've also got some lovely 90s football goodies for the winning team, which will be revealed at the end of the show. But as a little teaser, as a little teaser, if you ever wanted to win an original Euro 92 bum bag, then you've come to the right
3: place oh yes please <laughs> oh my god
0: and the winning team will also get to choose which song plays out at the end of the series
4: can I say as well, we've got a few new listeners this series and people have been going back listening to some old episodes someone listens to, like, we get emails all the time oh, yeah. from people yeah. listening to the first quiz yeah. where you get David Beckham's yeah. number wrong yeah, please, in yeah please like it was over a year ago
0: <laughs> you're not the first person to email or tweet me please stop Please stop. We,
4: we got two emails today. Yeah. And one of them, I'm not joking, was about 300 words long yeah, was, about why you were wrong on that. Beckham's got a lot of time in his <laughs> <laughs> He was also yeah. complaining about how he hadn't got knighted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, it's time for the quiz. Okay, round one is a quick fire round all about one of our favourite topics shirt sponsors in the 90s. Here's how it works. I will read, one by one, the kit sponsors for a specific team from 90s football. This team could be any from the top European leagues in the 90s. It's not limited to just British teams. As nice soon Spanish. as you think you know which club I'm talking about, you can buzz in and guess the team. If Josh or Matt buzz in first, you'll hear this sound.
1: Hey, legs! Hey, legs over the top!
0: And if Chris or Tom buzz in first, you'll hear this clip.
2: And you can bring your fucking dinner.
0: The first team to buzz in with the correct answer wins (laughs) the points. However, if any player on your team guesses incorrectly, your team cannot guess again that question, and it will be passed over to the other team for a chance to answer uninterrupted.
3: Just go for it. Express yourself. Don't worry.
0: Create the space. If you guess the correct team after the first clue, you'll win five points. If you guess the correct team after the second clue, you'll win four points, and so on and so forth. And to make things even more interesting, the sponsors will not always be read out chronologically. Okay, fingers on buzzers. Here is your first team and sponsor. Sanderson.
1: Hit legs! Hit legs over the top!
0: Fordy's gone in early. Sheffield Wednesday.
3: That's what I'd have gone
0: with. They obviously did sponsor Sheffield Wednesday. But for the purposes of this question...
3: Oh, fuck. Promise I know the the other one. I know the other one
0: you are incorrect I
3: know the other so one. we now get to
2: get go has go gone in for the yeah. five
0: points he's gone in for the five points you could have got other clues but you've gone in for the five
4: don't need him Southampton no, exactly
0: correct
1: yes. Yes. Yeah, nice. yes come on
4: can I just say this, this structure obviously penalises fast t-
3: thinking and white knowledge
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it, it also penalises wrong answers
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> okay question number two here is your first clue Opal Little Lad! Little has gone Stop. in big again. Uh, Crystal Palace. What? <laughs> Incorrect.
2: Oh, 40! Then you can bring your fucking dinner.
0: Tom Crane has buzzed. AC Milan.
2: Oh, it better. Correct. No! 40 no <laughs>
3: it's a long way to go don't worry I thought did this it was from Ireland. I don't think I it was so... it's alright right. I
4: thought it might be the Irish national team yeah I thought that
0: yeah you could also have been by Munich there were yeah. options out
4: yeah.
3: there ah that's why I thought it was Palace it was the blue and white it was the blue and red stripes. <laughs> <Sparks.
4: laughs> okay. shit do you want another can of Heineken are you alright come on man <I> <laughs> bummer. Okay.
0: question number three here is your first clue Bovis
1: Little uh, over the top. Right, again. Mate, I'm
3: telling you, I'm telling you, it's older my Yes, it is. Correct. Yeah, back in the
1: game. You're, not, <laughs>
3: sorry, you're not, <laughs> like a 96 moment,
1: that was. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <right>. come on. <laughs> 40 crap. Sure Pierce, you're a 96. We redemption. Needed yeah, we needed
3: that.
0: Question number four, here is your first clue. Palmer lat.
1: leg, the top.
0: Josh is in. Palmer. Incorrect. Oh,
1: come on!
3: That's my guess. Okay. I <laughs> had are they frozen it? out now?
0: They are frozen out. Even with subsequent clues? Yeah, you're frozen out. Oh, that's, 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 that's the that's- penalty. Crane and Scuttle, you cannot confer. you am going to
3: choke.
2: Psychologically weak.
3: God, shit, <laughs> okay, every- keep going.
2: It's Sh- it's oh, get shut up! Then you can bring your fucking dinner. I've just got in. No! But I'm just nabbing Josh's panic there.
4: Has he sold it? Just don't
2: order? say nothing. No, let's, let's play on. I'll no,
3: read. no, no, he's gone in! You pressed the button. You pressed Press the
2: button! On. On. Well I'm gonna to have to say Rotherham now.
1: You feel free, you idiot! No, no, no way you're kidding, kidding me! Of course it isn't me! Oh my I'm god! god. Rotherham. In <laughs> retrospect, Why
0: that is fucking
1: genius! What?
3: What? Fucking genius! Wow. <laughs> Evil! <laughs> Evil! <laughs> no. 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 Of course it wasn't Rotherham! Parmaland! Oh my I had no idea I don't know what Parmaland is.
4: Is it Kievo?
0: No, so the the Can following clues <laughs> would have then been Ericsson and then Panasonic. Oh my God. Any guesses? Juve? It was
3: Marseille. Oh, no. Can't just say? People talk about the Black Ball final in snooker. <laughs> what I just witnessed in terms of psychology yeah, and. awful. <laughs> That was, misdirection oh, and showmanship was out of this world. That's a great I genuinely trick. thought you'd
4: given Rotherham away. Rotherham? I've been to Rotherham Well, Rotherham is such a weird meaning <laughs> to say That's why well. I thought,
1: I thought, it was, I thought wow. it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. We're
0: in this, we're in this. Okay. 10 five. Question number five, LDV vans. Hit
1: hey, legs, hey, legs I'm over the top! Oh, 40 oh, now! Shit, shit, 40's going Oh, in you know what? I
3: was picturing the trophy final. Could it be a trophy? Oh, actually, Aston Villa. Correct.
4: Oh, Yes! Out of nowhere! Oh, my God. That was genuinely... I saw that in the
1: moment that I had.
4: Shades of England, Portugal, Euro 2000. Oh, my God. Bursting into an early
1: lead. Holy, where is this
0: coming from? Right, question number six. Clue number one. McEwan's
1: Lager. leg
3: Over the top! No! Why did you do it? There's so many options.
0: Forty's gone in theory. again. What is your guess?
3: All I'm going to say before I decide my final guess. No, is... don't give them the other option <laughs> Oh, sugar! Not Scunty.
4: <coughs> what? What?
3: They were. Incorrect.
4: Oh, they were. Do we want? The obvious. Oh, can we confer on where <laughs> No! Tack, no, you no!
0: cannot no. confer. If one of you wants to buzz in and take a guess, I you a can.
2: E- I haven't got a niche option. Right.
0: That sounds like conferring.
4: Then <laughs> <laughs> you can bring your fucking dinner.
0: Chris Skull has buzzed.
4: Now, I don't think you're going to go the obvious one. Okay. So I'm going to say Rangers. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Oh, that's what oh I thinking. thought Rangers was the obvious I that was the obvious. No, Newcastle. Uh
0: Rangers is incorrect oh, Flipping The answer I had was McEwen's The next clues would have been Greenall's And then Newcastle Brown Ale oh, Okay, no points to that question This is number 7 Clue number 1, fingers on buzzers Evening Gazette
3: Willakim <laughs> <laughs> just ha- grabbed my hand away from the buzzer
0: Okay, no one's buzzed Clue number 2 ICI
1: go oh, no. over
0: the top. I'm oh, gonna go for it, Middlesbrough. Correct. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Question number eight. Final question this round. On, Clue number one. Dreamcast.
4: And you can bring your fucking dinner. Oh, he's not gonna go. The, he's not gonna go the obvious. Route, Chris
0: Cole has buzzed. He's fallen into the trap. <laughs> <laughs> um.
4: Do you know it, Crane? Actually. Michael's a kind of sick fuck. He might be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this might be a trick question. So I'm going to go for it and say Arsenal.
0: Well, Arsenal obviously did sponsor, or were sponsored by Dreamcast. But for this question, you are incorrect. Oh. So, Josh on 40, I presume you're not going to guess this clue. Okay, your next clue is Nuovo Torino. Nope, no guess. And <laughs> Your... no matter Torino does mean no guess anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your third and final <laughs> clue for this round is ERG. Bari? You were correct with Theria A, uh, but unfortunately it was the classic Sampdoria kit.
1: Oh, sugar. Oh yeah, of course,
2: ERG!
0: That's the end of round one, time for round two. The next round is a familiar favourite... Starting 11. This is how it works, in this round I will give you a classic football match from the 90s. Each team will then take it in turn to name a player from either side who appeared in that game. Mm. If at any point you name a player who did not appear during the match you are eliminated. That includes unused substitutes. If you name a player who came on as a sub you must pick again. The last team with one man left standing wins 5 points. If you manage to eliminate both (laughs) opposing players without losing one of your own there is an extra bonus point and there is no conferring so the game in question is the 1997 fa cup final between chelsea and middlesbrough we tossed a coin before the show and josh you will kick things off roberto di Matteo. correct tom and chris who would like to go first
4: chris Um, in india correct Janiño,
1: isn't it? What? <laughs> the what Sorry, you, the sign of
4: What? But you can watch go, what? Janiño. He wasn't Janiño. You call him Janiño. Yeah, of course yeah, yeah, I, I did. Not. He's playing for Middlesbrough. Yeah, it's Janiño, isn't it?
3: Janiño. What did you call him, Michael?
0: I don't know. Well, where, I, I would call the Man United player Esper Blomqvist.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Forty. <laughs>
1: oh god. I'm struggling already.
4: <laughs> I'm quite familiar with this Middlesbrough team because uh, when you start a Championship Manager, they were in the second division. It was quite an easy but good challenge to build so them never, from the, the second division up. So I I'm,
3: never played Championship Manager, so I'm not sure whether to go with the players that I know were in that Middlesbrough was, was Signed around the same time. Say Ravenelli.
0: Correct. Yes. Tom Crane, your choice.
1: Incorrect.
0: Oh. Tom Crane is eliminated, so you it's
1: fool. It's, what? Yeah, <laughs>
0: I've that up.
3: I, I think that's quite good. Would, that's that, that would have been my. I would have picked
0: in. Chris Chris Cole, you are still in, but Josh it is your choice. Emerson
3: or Jemison, as I call him. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Jemison. No, what was <laughs> Emerson.
0: Correct. Chris Skoll over to you.
4: Gianluca Festa.
0: Correct Because Tom is eliminated Josh's team have to Take turns Before it returns Back to Skull D, over
3: to you You must have been there At the time Zola Correct oh, <laughs> I'm going to go with I think the Middlesbrough Guardia Is called Ben Roberts
0: That is a Hell of a shout is that
4: correct that? Yes, Wow yeah. Good on you I believe... Rude Hullet scored in the semi-final, so I'm going to go Rude Hullet. Oh, God, he's looking really, he's really looking, isn't he? There's so many other ones I could have gone with.
0: Then you probably should have gone with one of those other
4: ones. <laughs> <laughs> Rude
0: Hillett did not make an appearance on a fair. So
4: fucking annoying, he's had about five of us. Who else did you have? Craig Hignett. Frank Leboeuf. That was it. <laughs>
0: both of those would have been fine
4: oh fucking oh, man. it was my next guess oh
0: so you could have had uh, in goal for Chelsea Frode Grodas oh you'd have never oh, you'd have heard heard that. That. that's a tough one Dan Petrescu yeah. Steve Clark, Frank Lebeuf, Frank Zecler Scott Minto Dennis Wise Eddie Newton and Minto. Mark Hughes and then for Middlesbrough the missing players were uh, Curtis Fleming Nigel Pearson yeah. yes Clayton Blackmore the legendary Clayton Blackmore Robbie Musto Phil Stamp Craig Hignett
4: Hignett you said Hignett earlier
0: so Josh's team get the points and they get the bonus point because both players were still in at the end of the round right time for round three the next round is called Transfer Trail well
2: so far it's been a season of speculation concerning big money transfers so many rumours so many false alarms
0: Now, the 90s saw a large influx of foreign players into the Premier League. And on previous quizzes, we've asked you to name the club from which the player joined the Premier League. So this series, we're going to mix it up, and you have to name the foreign team these players joined when they left the Premier League.
2: Great bit of quizzing.
0: Here are your players. So, Tony Yeboah left Leeds in September '97 to join which German club? Castino Spria left Newcastle in January 98 to join which Italian club? Michael Thomas left Liverpool in August 98 to join which European club? John Dole Thomason left Newcastle in June 98 to join which Dutch club? Former West Ham goalkeeper Bernard Lamar left the Hammers to join which European club in June 98? And finally, Lee Sharp left Leeds United in December 1998 to join which Italian club? While the teams work out their answers, here's an inspirational message from everyone's favourite 90s footballer turned pastor, Gavin Peacock.
4: I played professional football in the UK for teams like Chelsea and Newcastle United,
1: and then the Lord powerfully called me to ministry. You know what the most endangered species in our day is? Men. Men.
4: I was thinking about this coming over on the plane, thinking about you know South Africa and the you know, the national parks and going and seeing all the different animals. I was thinking, you know, the most endangered species of our day, men.
0: Okay, so to recap, those players were Tony Uboa leaving Leeds, Asprey leaving Newcastle, Michael Thomas leaving Liverpool, John Dole Thomason leaving Newcastle, Bernard Lamar leaving West Ham and finally Lee Sharp leaving Leeds United. So it's time for the answers. First up, Josh and Matt. Tony Uboa left Leeds to join...
3: Well, I know who he joined from so the only thing we could think was that our only clue was that maybe he went back to the same team.
0: So you've gone for eintracht
3: Eintracht-Frankfurt.
0: Incorrect.
4: Oh, bollocks. We went Frankfurt, we crossed out Hamburg.
0: The correct answer was Hamburg.
4: Oh, oh, I I'm so oh. sorry. Like, like it
2: on record that that was my answer. <laughs> and Chris <laughs> Bell insisted <amazing>. violently <laughs> <laughs> in Frankfurt. <laughs> oh no! Amazing yeah. knowledge.
1: Thank
0: okay, oh, number two. Uh, Aspria left Newcastle to join which Italian club
3: same problem so we've done the same thing just hopes that he's returned to the same club Palmer.
0: and Chris and Tom
4: yes also yeah. said Palmer.
0: well this time round you're correct oh! number three uh, Michael Thomas left Liverpool to join which European club
4: Benfica snap Benfica
0: mm,
3: correct
0: number four John Dale Thomason left Newcastle to join
3: which Dutch club I crossed out PSV at the last minute I wrote Feyenoord
0: okay Go on Tom Final
3: You are both correct
0: Number 5 West Ham goalkeeper Bernard Lamar Left the Hammers To join which European
3: club So the way this worked Is I got Fordy To write down a country And we had no idea So he wrote down Belgium And then I wrote down Anderlecht Okay If that's right It's
4: astonishing Yes
0: Skull and Crane
4: I thought it was Ren.
0: One of you is in The right country The right country is France the correct team is Paris Saint-Germain. I
4: crossed oh. PSG, out. Oh. PSG. was my first oh. guess. And I crossed it out. <coughs> oh, yeah. God.
2: I also tapped it a few times I think it's that one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I've
2: been, been roundly ignored. I myself. Oh, that is.
0: And finally, Lee Sharp left Leeds United to join which
3: Italian club? Sampdoria.
4: Mhm. We also this is the very same.
3: Correct. I didn't know any of those. Tom. You could have got six. Yeah, we
4: could have got all right. No. You have
3: the six right answers,
1: answers
0: on your feet. Okay, that's the end of that round. It's time now for the final round of the first half. Ooh. 90s football mastermind. Okay, each player will have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions on their chosen specialist subject. One point for each correct answer. This time round, team captains Josh and Chris will play. Tom and Matt, you will play in the second half of the quiz. Oh, man alive! First in the spotlight tonight
3: is Josh. Can I just say, come on, mate? So I chose Plymouth Argyle. I had no time to revise, and this, <laughs> like, I chose Euro '96 once. It wouldn't have mattered if I got that wrong. This is, and also, what did you say to me, Michael, about researching the questions? <laughs>
0: I said I have no gauge of whether these questions are difficult or not because I don't know anything about Plymouth Argyle (laughs) so (laughs) you've even got ten open goals could I just say
3: I only had time on the way here to read the Plymouth Argyle 1990 Wikipedia section but it it opened up a a good thing we could have emails in about Um, I really love the way Wikipedia breaks up a club's history and has quite quirky descriptions. Yeah. yeah. And what are the best quirky descriptions of an era of a club on yeah, Wikipedia? Yeah, those headlines are great. So, Plymouth Argyle, 1990s, was Wikipedia calls it, down and up. <laughs> 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 Two relegations, one promotion. Can I just, as your lawyer advise you, to say Paul McGregor for every answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, man alive. First in the spotlight is Josh... Your specialist subject is Plymouth Argyle in the 90s. not. Your 60 seconds starts now. Starting with David Kemp in 1990, Plymouth had a total of
3: six managers in the 90s. Can you name the other five? Peter Shilton. Correct. Neil Warnock. Correct. Kevin Hodges. um, Steve McCall as caretaker. Correct. Is this worth one point? Yeah. Oh, Skip. Which player, who ended his
0: 14-year spell at the Pilgrims in 1992, is the club's all-time appearance record holder? Kevin Hodges. Correct. <coughs> How many times did Plymouth get relegated in the Two. 90s? Three. Three. Two non-English players won the Plymouth Player of the Year award in the 90s. Name one of them.
3: Non-English. Ah, uh, Carlo Carasino.
0: Correct. Plymouth's joint record victory was an 8-1 win over which Harley team? Hall. Correct. Which midfielder was the club's highest scorer in a single season when he scored 22 goals? Steve Castle. Correct. In the same season, Plymouth achieved their highest league placing of the decade when they finished where in the old second division? Third. Correct. This is your last question. Can you name the three shirt sponsors Plymouth had in the 90s? Yeah, Sunday Independent, Rotor Lock, How
2: do spell that
3: one? The Evening Herald. Correct. So I missed the. I missed the manager. So you got seven.
2: That's not
1: bad. Is that's it? quite
2: harsh. That first question. That first. That, that first was, a, Yeah, yeah. That the takes up. Point, that That's pretty point. difficult. And
3: I just try and get the other one. Uh, so it was David Kemp, Peter Shilton, Steve McCall, Ah uh, Mick Jones.
0: Congratulations, Josh! You scored an impressive seven. I'm pleased with that. I'm pleased. With <laughs> that. good. I'm pleased, you didn't
3: mention the Battle of Saltergate. I thought that was going to come up. Five players sent
4: off in one game. No, don't even know what that is. So, can I preface uh, my mastermind round by saying that um, I asked this season if whether we could have Ian Bishop on, sorry, for this series of uh, quickly, Kevin and Michael put his foot down and said no, we already had John Moncur like lined up. And so, and as a dirty protest, my my <laughs> subject this know. afternoon is the life and career of Ian Bishop, I'm and I have done no research. The worst thing is, is that.
3: Michael's done it on Ian Bishop the West Indian baseball right
0: Right, Chris you're next in the hot seat you have 60 seconds to answer 10 questions on your chosen specialist subject the life and career of Ian Bishop (laughs) your time starts now Bishop played nearly 300 games for West Ham in a nine year spell but how much did West Ham sign him for from Man City Uh, 100,000 pounds Incorrect, it was 500,000 He played under three managers at West Ham in the 90s Can you name them? Lou Macari, Billy Bonds, Harry Redner Correct How many league goals did he score for the club During his time there? Uh, 12 Correct Wow Which team did he leave West Ham for in March 1998? Um, Manchester City Correct And which manager signed him? Um, uh, Joe Royal Correct. How tall in feet and inches
1: <laughs>
0: is Ian Bishop? Five foot eleven.
4: Correct.
1: Oh, this is amazing.
4: What star sign is Ian Bishop? Uh, it's May, isn't it? I don't know what May is. is it would be Gemini. Correct.
3: <laughs> the away fans are blowing. amazing.
0: Where in the UK was Ian Bishop born? Yeah, Liverpool. Correct. Against which opposition did he win his only England B cap?
4: Oh, oh. Czech Republic. Switzerland. Oh. And
0: finally, how many times was he sent off in his career? Three. Zero. Oh. Oh. Oh.
1: Great, Great. Well-
3: Wow. <laughs> really, that was great, well, I really enjoyed oh, that man. As well.
0: Well, Congratulations Chris, you also scored A very impressive 7 points
3: Same as I got on Firmish Life Life's career oh, That's such good. a funny topic
1: Well done
0: That whistle means it's half time While the teams go off for an inspirational team talk
1: Defend the fucking back post bollocks
0: And I work out the scores Here's a quick word from our sponsors
3: after 90 minutes of share hell, you're gonna get thirsty. This is new isotonic lucasite sport. It gets to your thirst fast. Isotonic means it's in balance with your body fluids.